On this episode of the Joseph Cortez Show, I am joined by Jennifer Valadez, who's back in studio. Uh, we talk about COVID-19 and how we're handling things here in Corpus Christi, because uh, we had one of the largest outbreaks and quickest outbreaks in the country after being one of the safest places in the country. Then we kind of get into some other fun topics, including uh, I completed Breaking Bad, the series, and we talk about that and all the different lessons we learned. Uh, so one of the funny things that happens is uh, we talk about how we wish there was a particular follow-up show about a particular character, and then I go home and discover that Netflix, uh, first thing that pops up on my Netflix that day is that there is a uh, movie about Jesse. Uh, so that's kind of funny. We mentioned that without knowing that movie exists, uh, so we'll watch that later. But uh, this is a fun episode. Discuss getting back in studio together, and we're hoping to do this every Monday. And uh, bringing new episodes uh, as COVID uh, is just becoming a way of life, unfortunately. And we just kind of kind of get used to this new uh, new environment. So we hope you enjoy this one, and we will see you next week. Back again. It's been a very long time, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, a couple months. Everything's kind of been different. Yeah. COVID craziness. Months. We are July 13th, 2020, Corpus Christi, Texas, the epicenter of one of the largest COVID outbreaks in the country. I know. We have, uh, I think, like 300 more cases today. Oh, gee. So uh, there was some stat that was going around. Like we've had like two weeks of over three or 400 cases. Mm-hmm. For a town of 350,000 people, we are at uh, one-tenth of a percent a day, which doesn't sound like a lot, but after 10 days, that's 1%. And we were one of the safest cities in America mm-hmm. up until Memorial Day. Yeah. And the New York Times did a – did you see the article? New York Times? No. The New York Times, which I'm not a big fan of, mm. but it is national news. I mean, it's one of the largest newspapers in the country. Did an article on our little beachside city by the bay mm-hmm. on the Gulf of Mexico in South Texas, Corpus Christi, saying that we were one of the safest cities in America, which is why we have one of the biggest COVID outbreaks. So what the story was saying is that during Memorial Day weekend, Everyone from around the state, from across the country, I think people in Missouri, Louisiana, a bunch of different cities were looking for a place to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Somewhere that was not COVID nuts. Mm. And we were that city. Oh, wow. We had just a few hundred cases. We were the largest city in the country, I believe, that had cases, a uh, uh, low amount of cases. And they said, hey, that place looks safe. Let's go there. The problem is, not only did people without COVID come, but people mm-hmm. with COVID came, and they spread it. Uh, I talked to people on the island. I talked to restaurant people, and mm-hmm. they said that the restaurants, the gas stations, the beaches were just jam-packed. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the New York Times article said basically every weekend in, in basically mid-May to the end of June looked like Memorial Day. Oh, wow. And over the last uh, two or three weeks here in Corpus, we've had – a just 
crazy outbreak. I think we've gone from less than a thousand cases to over five thousand. Oh yeah, we're pretty up there now. I think it was. <clears throat> I think like yeah, every day is over Brent like two hundred now. Uh, so let's see what Brent Chesney says today. He's our uh, county commissioner who's doing mm-hmm. a great job. Uh, today, fifty-two minutes ago, two hundred and fifty-three additional cases. Oh my god! Currently, fifty-eight. Uh, 5,800 cases in the county, 331 persons in the uh, hospital, and 96 in ICU. There was a period of time where that people in ICU was under 10. Oh, wow. And the death rate is, we are now at 58. And for the longest time, we were at like a handful of people. Mm -hmm. And it's just become so crazy real. I know. Um, I met with a client the other day who lost her grandfather. Mm Mm-hmm. My mom told me today she lost two classmates from her high school in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know people with it. Mm-hmm. We have that a good friend with it. You know people that passed? Yeah, oh, just yeah. recently. Yeah, mm-hmm. just recently. We have a really good friend. One of our mutual uh, best mm-hmm. friends had lost a uh, uncle. uncle today. Mm-hmm. And it's like it goes from being something that was just out there. You know, Corpus is always seems to be in this little bubble. Yeah. And, like, we're the last to get everything. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of the last to get COVID. Yeah, we were. And now it's hitting with a vengeance. And what we thought the summer would take it down, is it's not. Yeah, and it's pretty it's, scary. It is, yeah. Like, I don't really want to go anywhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you basically go home, you <clears throat> do the H-E-B shopping. and It's too hot, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a 115-degree heat index today. Yeah. It's miserable out there. Miserable. And then to put a mask on. Yeah, on top of that. Because yeah. you're not a big mask fan, and I'm not I, a big mask fan. Nope. But I'm not. more willing to do it now than I was two weeks ago. Not me. Yeah, you just send me out for your errands. <laughs> <laughs> More Prosecco, please. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, have total wine on shipment. You know? <laughs> Which is really weird. You can't really ship wine in, in Texas mm-hmm. to your house. It's you got to ship it to like a store or something. Can you get it to your house? H-E-B. Oh, no. The H-E-B. governor said it can be delivered to your house now via H-E-B and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you can order internet wine to your house. I've never tried. I have a H-E-B and Total Wines. I tried to send you wine when I was out of town at Disney. Oh, for okay. Year, and I tried to send you wine to your house because you handled quite a few yeah. crazy clients. Yes. Uh, none of which are still clients. <laughs> um, and so I sent you... A couple of bottles, I think, at Total Wine to pick up. Yeah, but I, I couldn't. That. I couldn't get them sent to your house at that time. So m- maybe things have changed. It's been six months. Yeah, that was uh, right. Be- right before like COVID was hitting. Yeah, that seems like forever mm-hmm. ago. I know, and it's only been March, April, May, June, uh, maybe six, like five months. Five months, yeah. Six, five, six months. Yeah, times have changed. Definitely. Yeah, it's a pre-COVID world. We were at Disney. I I could not imagine going to Disney for ten days now and wearing a mask oh my god it's no way no it's I mean, especially the summer we went in january with 78 mm-hmm. degrees it was purposeful we planned a ballet trip around it and all yeah. that stuff but um yeah, not so anymore no no like all the ballet stuff ALO is supposed to be in new york in april oh wow for a world finals for an event and oh, we that's... really thought she had a decent chance this year <laughs> you know she's really good but there's kids that are just phenomenal yeah and she's working her way up there we never want her to think she's phenomenal yeah I've been listening to a book called, um, oh, geez, let me look it up mm-hmm. real quick. It's about the ego. And uh, it's on my Audible here. I started listening to more books in the morning when I do my walks. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's called The Ego is the Enemy uh, by Ryan Holiday. 
And the only reason I looked at this is uh, Rory McIlroy, one of the world's best golfers, talked about it. And when Rory McIlroy talks about the book, <laughs> you listen. Oh, he's like Irish or something? He's Irish, yeah. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> hey, at least I was spot on. To, at least enough to know that you got that. Uh, and then I, I, the last book I did on Audible was um, Unf Yourself, mm-hmm. which is a great book. I need and that to guy's read that. Scottish. I actually sent it to you. Did you get that link? No, I didn't. You should be able to get it for free. I sent it okay, to you. Cool. Okay. So yeah, it's it's called Unf Yourself. It was actually a really profound yourself profound book. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Sorry. And um, it's by Gary John Bishop. I don't know if he's actually the guy that reads it, but the guy that reads it's Scottish, so it makes oh, it just okay. that much more intense. But it was really talking about having this mentality where you how, how you talk to yourself is such mm-hmm. a big deal, how you think is such a big deal. And one of the things that got me, because like every book you read, you kind of get like one aha mm-hmm. out of. I mean, you can't take the whole book and like just throw it in your brain and be like, yeah. I'm going to use all this. But like that one thing, and he, he said something that was pretty profound. He says, most people think about what they can do what they're capable of, mm-hmm. what they should do, you know, like the I want to's or mm-hmm. the I should, I should work out every morning. Yeah. I want to lose weight. Am I capable of, capable of losing weight? Yes. He says, what are you willing to do? That's the thing you have to admit to yourself. What are you willing to do to lose weight? You willing mm-hmm. to give up McDonald's? You willing to give, which I haven't been to McDonald's in almost, <laughs> uh, I had this McDonald's thing where I would go to McDonald's maybe two or three times a week. It was that much, Joseph. Was that much, yeah. I'd, I'd get, I'd get <laughs> Jen's What did bases. you get? I'd get a drink, which is that's the only time I go to McDonald's is to get a drink, but I haven't been in over a week. That's good. Stripes is cheaper. Makes me walk <laughs> into the store. Good. Put my mask on. But, you know, uh, if it'd be like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Sometimes I get these yeah. cravings. I'm like, I'm just hungry. Mm-hmm. Go to McDonald's, get a McDouble. <gasps> and a that's what you would get? <laughs> large unsweet tea. So, unsweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I thought I knew you. You thought you knew me. <laughs> you you, you kind of had a, a thought. You're like, this guy hasn't lost weight in four months. <laughs> yeah, because every time Joseph loses loses weight, I do. And when he gains, we I get, gain so, too. So we have this weird thing going where for the past maybe Cup, year, maybe yeah. six months, we've been within 100 pounds of each other. <laughs> yeah, to like the T. The T, yeah, like within um, like ounces of each other. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's so strange. Like two or three times a week, we're within like six ounces of each other. So I'm like two twelve, and she's one twelve. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that number in a while. Or the fourteens. Yeah. The COVID, the COVID things made mm-hmm. it harder to work out. It definitely has, but I'm so proud of us because we still do our runs mm-hmm. uh, during the week. And yeah, and weekends. so that's that's back to the what are you willing to do to lose weight? What are you willing to do to be successful? Are you willing to work an extra hour a week? You willing to make those phone calls and get rejection? Are you? Yeah. I'm about to go into Scottish accent. Are you willing to? <laughs> are you willing to not go to this certain place that causes you to eat bad? And so we had a McDonald's conversation. I haven't been to McDonald's in two and a half weeks. I'm so proud of you. It's like okay, I'm gonna go the entire year without going to McDonald's. Oh wow! Their really? stock prices is gonna fall. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a. But I, I'm trying. So I was like, okay, I need to do the, at some point. I need to have stripes because the. The breakfast yeah. tacos are like 99 cents. Come on. I know. Beans the, for 39? Come on. What's up? I know. And their flour tortillas are so good. Yes. And the stripes at the corner of Yorktown and Staples is legit. Like they actually yeah. have good tortillas. They're fluffy. Cimarron Yorktown's pretty good. You go to some of the others, they're like uncooked. But those mm-hmm. two, the same ladies have worked there for like a few years. 
they, they know, they the know you. Oh, they. You know them. They know me with the mask mm. on. <laughs> They're like, oh, Joseph. <laughs> I don't think they talk like that. Uh, Jose. <laughs> Beans today. Frijoles. Yes, frijoles. You're not telling Jen what you're eating today, are you? Allied cheese. How about that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well. But so it's, it's the willingness, though. Yeah. You're, you're willing to wake up at 530. Yes. So, okay, you recently had somebody ask, how do you stay so fit? And my answer was, and I thought about it, and it was, well, how do I do it? I, I told her, I said, I run. And she's like, and I said, I, I hate it. And she's like, well, how do you do it? I said, well, and I thought about it, and it's because I have you and Angela, because y'all are my accountability partners, because I know y'all's texts are going to come in in the morning, and you know, y'all have done your workout, so yeah. I want to do my workout. Yeah, when too. I texted on Sunday and the both of you didn't, I was like, yeah, baby. But you didn't do it Saturday. I did. I climbed a rock wall on Saturday, <laughs> and I'm still sore. My tricep. <laughs> we, we, uh, my wife and I went to a, um, we took the kids to like a, a youth camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kids would usually go to camp for like a week at Camp Zephyr in Corpus, which is a phenomenal place if you ever get a chance to go. We should do an office retreat there. Um, it's on the lake, Corpus Christi. It's really nice, well run. The people that run it are phenomenal. The Pains, big shout out to them. Nice hotel, full shower, AC. It was like a, a mini hotel. It was great. Oh wow! That's and awesome. uh, so uh, you know, sometimes you think oh, go to the lake and camping. No, it was like an actual like a nice motel. Like it, it would give Super Eight, Motel Six, even like that, better oh, than that. So, cool. Yeah, not quite Holiday Inn, but. In that area. In the mid, yeah. Yeah, it was good enough. It was more than good enough, actually. It was it exceeded my expectations. And the food was good. Oh, it was ice cream, man. They had this thing where they had... <laughs> Joseph! They had one night where they put, like, ice cream sandwiches in this pan, like a four, <clears throat> like a two-by-two two pan of, uh, like, one of the silver pans. Mm-hmm. And it laid... Uh, I think they lined the whole bottom of it with ice cream sandwiches. Oh, that's nice. Those really good ones. Mm-hmm. And they put whipped cream on top of it. Oh, And then cool. more ice cream. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Jen's about to kill me. <laughs> and they crushed Oreos and threw it on top and then chopped it up. Oh, wow. So in every bite, you got ice cream sandwich, whipped cream, mm. and Oreo. And it was so good. But the thing is, I asked for it. I said, hey, guys, look, thanks for the food, for the, for the pasta, the green beans, the salad. Can you just give me like a third of the portion oh, of, really? of ice cream? Oh, wow. That you would normally get? Um, <clears throat> that I'm so really proud happen. of you. No, it didn't really happen. Huh? It didn't really happen. Oh. Uh- I went back for seconds. <laughs> Joseph. So, but that day I climbed a rock wall. Uh, it was about 40 feet. I climbed about maybe 15 <laughs> or 20 feet of it. <laughs> you did well. I got up. It's so like the ladder's halfway down. Mm-hmm. So you have to get, and I was, I was killing. I was like, boom, boom, flying. I was like, I'm feeling good. And then like, there's two other obstacles that lead onto this uh, tower. And this mm-hmm. thing started shaking. And I'm like 20 feet above the ground looking down, <laughs> looking up. And I had to go left. To keep going up on the rock wall or go right to the ladder. And I was thinking, if I go left, I have about 10 more feet in me. Mm-hmm. Then I ha- I don't know if I can get to the ladder. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't know if this belay thing is designed to carry my mm-hmm. weight. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it was an automatic belay system. Not one of those where, you know what belay is? So you're on a rope and it ties to something. So mm-hmm. there's a counterweight. Kind of like an elevator works, right? Yeah. And usually it's a person. That's atta- it's attached to the person. They're holding it. They're pulling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this one was an automatic system, like this big circle up the top that held the rope. It worked actually extremely well. I, I was really surprised. I did not fall off, but I could oh, feel it when man. I was like, when I jumped, 
from like one rock to the other. And it was just maybe like six inches. Uh, it's, a, it's a big jump, man, when you're 20 feet up. Oh, yeah. If I, Are you scared of heights? I, I, I don't think so, but I think I, I'm scared of falling. <laughs> I could be 1,000 feet in the air and feel stable, and I'm fine. Yeah. But if I'm looking over the edge or feel a little bit unstable, then I'm like. <gasps> yeah. Just don't look down. Yeah. So we got. I did the rock wall. I went up, got to the ladder, and then I had twenty more, about 15, 20 more feet of ladder, which in itself was hard enough. And I was like, okay, I got to lose 30 pounds. <laughs> I was like, next time I come back to this place next year, if we get to do this yeah. again, I am losing 30 pounds. Because Thank you. I cannot get up to this. <laughs> it was so hard. I was like, I should be able to rock this rock wall. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we need to find a rock wall in Corpus <laughs> and just practice. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt a little secure, but with the people looking and all the like the kids yeah. and Oakley, and I'm like, oh, you can't it's- fail. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure for sure. But it's only like a half inch wide. I was like, my feet are <clears> like, I'm glad I had the extra wide shoes. Is there anything here in Corpus? No, like no that? Rockwall gyms. I actually asked on Facebook and nobody. Yeah. There's a Freedom Fitness, I think, has one. The Hooks have oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, well, the Hooks. But not... it's not actual like a good Rockwall gym. <clears throat> I'm not the guy to start it. Somebody's like, just start one. I'm like, no. Mm, no. Yeah. People would go into the Rockwall gym and look at me and be like, um, <laughs> are they selling marshmallows? <laughs> So I get up to the top of the tower mm-hmm. thing. It's about 35, 40 feet in the air. And then you zip line down, which oh, is. Oh, that's cool. Have you zip lined? Never. We're going to do that. That'd be awesome. It's so you're, you sit on the edge, your feet are dangling. I'll have to show you the pictures actually I have them here. Yeah. Um, you're sitting on the edge of this thing. <coughs> and, uh, oh, it's a different disc. Um, so I'm looking down and it is just absolute nuts like it's 35 feet down and you have to like just go off the edge and my friend mm-hmm. next to me is like he told the guy he's like hey uh garth <laughs> bud you're gonna have to push me <laughs> oh my god because it really is i mean it's pretty scary i had done it several times i did it in mexico where we had like a zip line that was almost maybe like half a maybe like three or four football fields so it was mm-hmm. a thousand plus feet over a cenote which is a big like crater like oh wow and that was so fun. much fun like because when you jump off this thing you, you drop like a good five feet mm-hmm. initially and then the line catches your weight and then you just and then you go. zip and so like as soon as i fell off this one at Z- zephyr i was like just breathe fall like lean forward fall and the moment it catches let oh go. my god and so you kind of like let go of my hands i'm not hang- carrying the rope anymore and just feeling like free fl- it's the closest thing to flying that you'll ever get oh wow besides skydiving which, which ha- have you ever done? Which is on my list, but I have kids, so I will never do it. <laughs> really? No. I want to, but I'm so chicken. But I know it's that initial ten seconds is like it's. Yeah. It, it's like you just gotta, you just gotta go just for it, it and just mm-hmm. suck it up, mm-hmm. and then like the next few minutes is bliss. Yeah. And I think they have something like that here. Oh yeah, you can just gotta have an important answers. Oh. Over the cool. ocean. Okay, then. Yeah, it's better. I guess the zip line was better over water mm-hmm. because at least you have a chance of surviving if you fall. Yeah. Well, my big thing w- would be like something like in front of you because you're going so fast. It's like. So uh, this one, so it declined. So you go down, decline for like maybe three-fourths of it. Mm-hmm. Then the next pulls up higher. So the, the rope lags. So you don't have enough momentum to go up and hit the ro- hit the pole. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of go down, then slightly up. And then if you're heavy like me, 
you go back <laughs> and forth a few times, and that's the best. That's where I got the best pictures. I took 500 pictures of people. On this oh visit. my god! <laughs> wow. Um, let me see if I can find those for you. That is cool. But the the, the one in Mexico <laughs> we went to. Um, that one was kind of like from uphill downhill. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I think you're like 70 feet up, and then you go into like a 30 feet. Okay, so it wasn't like a. It was much a straight incline. Yeah. Okay. So you start, and then the 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 wires at a uh, decline. Oh, okay. So they give you a stick. Four. <laughs> it's like a stick with like a little hook on it, and they say, "Hold onto the stick. Do not drop the stick. When you get over a certain part, you have to reach behind you, and put the stick on the wire and pull down. That is your break. Otherwise, oh. you're gonna hit the trees." <laughs> <laughs> oh really? So, Oakley and I are ziplining. Oh my god! I would. How do you remember that when you're ziplining? Uh, you just got. It's like you don't want to die. <laughs> so there is people to catch you on the other side, yeah. but you will knock them over. So a couple of people in front of us like knocked them over. But the guys, when well, we ziplined like the third time over the Sonota, like the really long one, oh, okay. they kind of like call you out. They're like, "Oh, an American." I, oh. I don't know what accent I got right there. They're like <laughs> Americans. We gotta, it, you gotta go upside down, man. So they take you on the rope and turn you upside down, and then sh- then throw you across the zipline. Oh my god! So you're going on the zipline upside down, looking down at the sonata, and then you kind of you can kind of feel like just free flying. Yeah. And it was just awesome. We had we had such a good time. That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. that was an interesting day because uh, that was the day when Ayla had pancreatitis. Mm. We had, didn't really know that it was like um, a chronic thing where mm-hmm. it was going to be like her entire life. So she was actually in the hospital. We're in Mexico in Playa de Carmen, Cozumel. On a trip, Oakley earned the 31 ho- uh, Hard Rock Hotel. Mm. That's our incentive trip for next year. That sounds good. Yeah, because there's an adult side and a kid side. Oh, yeah. yeah, the adult side is awesome. <laughs> it's the closest thing to a rap video I've ever been in, like the club. Yeah. It's like this white, um, it's this really giant room, like just giant uh, for a club. And then they have like a swimming pool and everything's white with uh, white leather. Yeah, and I think smoke you told me about that. And like giant video screens. I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to get a rap video. <laughs> and uh, so we're there and we're getting texts from like my mother in law and my parents, like, hey, Ayla's, life, uh, Ayla's not feeling good, stomach hurts. We're going to the hospital. <laughs> I'm like, what do we do? Do we go home? Do we like, they're like oh just my texting, God. like, all right, text, 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 international rates. <laughs> like, I don't care what it costs. Yeah. And we go, and I'm like, okay, so no tech. Wee, having fun. How's Ayla doing? So the whole time we're there in this, in this like, uh, Aztec village-looking thing, which is a tough place to be when your name's Cortez because he conquered mm. the Aztecs. <laughs> um, we uh, just were going back and forth about trying to feel like, do we have fun? Do we care? We're preparing for Oka to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, you're going to leave me in Mexico for four days? What's up? <laughs> just, yeah, I, I think I would have gone. And uh, so it was like, just what do we do? Yeah. How do we handle this? And it, fortunately, she went to the hospital. Everything was good. Doctors kind of figured out, it's like, okay, this is a chronic problem. We're going to send you mm. a specialist, send her home. She was not in much pain. And, yeah, and she's I mean, fine. And, and that's what led to the journey of pancreatitis, which we'll do an entire podcast mm-hmm. on later, but. They're fine now. It's actually, they're going off their medicine. Oh, really? For the first time in seven years. Oh, my god! The doctor said they should go off their medicine. 
Good. Two reasons. One is our insurance stopped covering it. <laughs> and it's $900 a month per kid. $900 a month per kid. Oh, wow. So if you need to buy or sell a home, please call yes. <laughs> 361-537-8959 to help support my kids. Yes. That's all. I mean, it's, it's, we're talking like, uh, I don't know, $25,000 a year if insurance didn't oh cover it. Oh, my God. Of medicine. That's expensive. There used to be a coupon that would get it for like 10 bucks. Oh, really? So we have giant stockpiles, thanks to Oak. Oh, nice. But the doctor said, hey, let's go off two weeks. Let's go off a month to test like it. They're slowly. doing so good in our diet. They're so controlled. They're so, they're so good. I should be as good as my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you should. smirk on your face. <laughs> and um, excuse you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just her elbow <laughs> across the table. Um. So yeah, so that was like our our weekend. We did uh, swing in the pond. We went that swing in the fun. pool. I'm dealing with real estate stuff, trying to have fun, trying to yeah. have, going to like church services and all these different things. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, this business is so great. I love it. Send more customers. <laughs> I think I I think I handled stuff. You right? did really well. I'm really yeah. proud of you. Thank you so much. You you showed people houses. You took took deals. Um, I tried. Uh, we had some other issues in our office that you know weren't. Re- weren't in your court we got it handled yeah and that's the chaos that's the chaos of the real estate business it's just your phone is your office it really is yeah yeah like mm. you know, i got like i don't know i'm looking at uh, 12 texts right now oh my gosh and it's only 6 30 so <laughs> people are like oh you're still working well that's a uh, nature of the business but we love it we enjoy it we want more of it so if you need to sell a house. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we actually had like a really good month, a uh, week last week. I yeah, said we, did. we had a really good month last week because we had like <laughs> $1.3 million under contract. Yeah. We got almost a million closing this week. Yeah, it's so. been good. I don't feel like we're doing well, but I will tell you we're at 75% of last year. And we're only July. And then we're like five months in. Well, that's since March, kid. Oh, wow. Since okay. you and I officially became a pair of real estate people. Mm-hmm. We've closed almost seven million. Wow, that's awesome. Which in our market's like big because our average price is two two million. Yeah. Um, so, so what what what? Let's let's talk back to COVID. What are some of the things that you picked up during COVID, or some of the things that you've done that are uh, out of the ordinary? Any any mm, major changes for you? Any changes? Um, well, I haven't really gone anywhere except for like gym, H E B. Um, just really staying at home, trying to find things to do at home. Um, Cassidy, my 14 year old, she, uh, started planting a garden. So what? we've been doing that. That's on my list. Yeah. She, well, you saw, you saw the thing I made for Joss, right? Like the mm-hmm. stair step. Yeah. We're going to make yeah. another one of those. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, she did her garden. Uh, well, she's doing her garden. She's learning a lot about plants and, um, been doing a lot of cooking and just really like staying staying at home i mean there's not really much to do right now you can't really go anywhere so yeah and if you do you have to wear a mask and you have to wear a mask i'm not wearing a mask i hate it need to find you like it have you so today came out i saw something that came out that was like this helmet that you wear that goes like over your shoulders like oh my god have you ever seen it have you ever seen like um i think it's a few good men the cute uh what's the cuba good Junior movie with 
a helmet that goes on your shoulders. <clears throat> that sounds <coughs> that sounds scary. <laughs> oh, Men of Honor was the movie. So yeah, so it's like the modern COVID COVID helmet. I don't think I would be wearing one of those. And it's oh yeah, so it's it's something like looks like a spaceship. It's like no, so yeah, it's like a spacesuit. And you put it over it, it sits on your shoulders and it gives you like this glass window over your head. And <laughs> people are starting to wear this so they don't have to wear a mask. It has a fan in the back to keep you cool. And you just walk around and it's like an earth spacesuit. <laughs> and so we're all gonna be wearing the spacesuits. Actually I had the thought I was at Target earlier buying cheese for our, our thing because we have to have cheese. And I was thinking, what if people, we have to wear a mask for like the next 20 years? Uh, no. I was like, at what point will the next generation start developing gills? Where we have like no mouth and no nose, just okay. like little nostrils. And we start forming into what would be future aliens. Okay. No. I just got my lips done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be fine, but you're like, like uh, London's kid would be a gill kid like no, she would start I, developing like three gener three generations four generations from now would have gills this is weird i know we'd all look the same it'd be what the left would want no race we'd all look like aliens that's what the maybe government wants. maybe covid would be the thing that says hey we're gonna format a way that in a hundred years everybody in society looks like a little green alien no. There's no race, no color. Everyone's unisex. That's why I'm not going to be here. Like, Well, you won't be here. Not no. Here. Well, maybe medicine's good enough. I don't know. <laughs> no, that would be, like, freaky. Yeah, I know. I'm just playing around. Oh, my God. Now you're making me think. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole really thing. It's like, like, what if what if this is the start of the alien? Like, all the aliens that we see in the movies, we think they're coming from outer space, but they're really on our planet. It's our future generations, five generations from now. Because think about this. We are only three, three and a half generations removed from the Civil War. Three people ago was the Civil War. Your grandma's grandma or your grandma's mother. When was your grandmother? My grandfather was born in 1911. His parents could have been born in the Civil War. Um, so time is not that far, like. We think it's, it's really a, not. We think it's really far away. Our country's so young. Yeah. That five generations from now that we have like squid people. <laughs> oh my god. No. Ew. So No. Okay. Weird. We had no intention of talking about squid people. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh one of the things we actually talked about talking about was breaking bad. Yes. So if you've never seen the show, this is gonna be like complete spoiler. Sorry. It's okay. The show I Googled it just before we got on. Mm -hmm. It ended in 2013. <laughs> I know. We're like so late. And I just, I started it maybe like in February, I think. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you had watched it and you're like, oh, this guy, you know. Kind of reminds me of you. He reminds me of you. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap. I'm okay. I don't know why. He's a, he's he's a like loser a... that becomes a badass. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Jen. Thanks he's for seeing a... potential in me. Thanks. He's not a loser. He's just like. I think he's like a very nice guy that just um, finds who he really is and he's good at it. And I think um, 
I think everybody has like a little badass in, in themselves. Well, I think everyone has, as you call it, be a little tiger. Yeah. Yeah, because we all say like we always have the cat joke, like oh, you know, fuzzy kitty and soft kitty and that. But sometimes, like on clients, we have to go tiger and be like, yeah. look, seriously, you've got to do this <clears throat> and kind of be fierce. And so, if you've never seen Breaking Bad, you should shut this off. But we're gonna spend like the next ten minutes on Breaking Bad. I just finished it today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like driving around Corpus watching Netflix. <laughs> no, he's I, not. <laughs> I went from, no, I wasn't watching. I was listening. Occasional glances at stoplights. I went from my house to Tolosa Midway to the to Flower Bluff, back to Tolosa Midway to the island. No, I was, actually, I went from my house to the island, to Flower Bluff, Tolosa Midway, back to Flower Bluff, to Portland, the south side, my office the south side back to the office and it was just like i think i put 150 miles in the car today oh my god yeah you had a pretty busy day yeah oh it was one of those real real estate days this morning i spent time with a contractor and then at the house there i'm like oh there's mold in here like mildew so i cleaned it up i had my cleaning kit with me i cleaned it up for the tenants trying to get this deal closed working my ass off for the sellers i was like okay we're gonna solve this issue i'm just gonna clean it yeah i don't have time to clean call somebody so i took care of it i had my handyman out there had the ac guy out there we solved the problem then i went to another place i was installing smoke detectors which hardwired smoke detectors still have a current and there's no way to shut it off and you find that out when you touch the damn black wire <laughs> and i looked at my watch and my heart rate went from like 75 to 110 oh my god <laughs> i zapped myself twice and I was like, okay, I'm just going to put this one in. The electricians are coming <laughs> tomorrow to put the rest of the five in. Oh, my God. I hadn't been zapped since, like, high school. Oh. And it was just, like, I, I – usually when I – I install light fixtures all the time. I was like, at my house, it flips. It's yeah. pretty easy. It's straightforward. I forgot that a uh, smoke detector is hardwired. Yeah. There's no shutoff switch. So oh there's always God. a current running through it. And I touched the freaking bare part of the wire, just like a half of my pinky. And it just, actually it's my pointer finger. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's all black. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Jen's like enjoys my pain. <laughs> and so it just zapped me. And I'm like, on the ladder, I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh, that's good. It felt like, a, have you ever had a TENS unit on you? No. Like those electrical pulses that go in and like massage your muscles? It felt like that times 10. <laughs> well, I zapped myself with a, a vacuum cleaner because the wire was exposed because I oh, ran yeah. over it. I think it, so, like, most people have done it at some point. I did it when I was 18. I was cleaning oh. an aquarium, and I was readjusting. Uh, um, it's a saltwater aquarium, so salt gets everywhere in the light fixtures. And oh. I was cleaning the light fixtures off, trying to get them in, reinstalling the bulbs because one of the bulbs had, had gone out, and I put a new one in, and I put a new bulb in, and it just it shot me. Oh my off God. of the little three-step ladder onto the floor. And I was like, Ugh. oh, my God. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, if they could bottle that and sell that, <laughs> I'd be like Breaking Bad. Yeah. So so Breaking Bad, this guy named Walter White is a chemistry teacher mm -hmm. who runs super into a – Super smart. Super smart, but just kind of living as a shell of a man. Mm -hmm. Gets lung cancer. And ultimately figures out, like, he has to take care of his family. He hasn't built anything. Mm -hmm. He hasn't bought any investment real estate like he should have, like a mm -hmm. smart Walter White would have. He so. actually got screwed in a deal when he, like, sold his um, – with his partner. His partner ended up going 
Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So in, high, in college, he was in, in – uh, he built a business called Gray Matter. Yes. Because the people's name was Schwartz, which means black, and his name is white, and they put it together as gray. And that guy went on to be a billionaire, like mm-hmm. kind of Google-ish. And Walter kind of just got left out. Yeah. It was all over a chick. Yeah. The pick chick Schwartz. The pick – the chick picked Schwartz. That's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> say it. The chick pick- – the chick pick Schwartz. The chick pick Schwartz. <laughs> Have you ever seen Spaceballs? No. Okay. The Schwartz is with you. Will mean nothing to you then. No. Okay. No. <laughs> anyway, so the, so they got that. So he feels like just like a loser as he watches them excel mm-hmm. and be big, and then he um, gets cancer and he meets up with an old student of his because he goes on a ride along with a DEA mm-hmm. agent who happens to be his brother-in-law. Which is extremely vital to the story. Yes, super. Oh, which is one of the saddest Aww. parts of the whole story. Because yeah. you learn to love Hank at the end. Yeah, you kind of do. You kind of hate him at the beginning because he's, he's like a strong asshole. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like that frat boy jerk that you're like, oh, this guy's a jerk. Always like the beer drinker guy. Yeah. And then you like- learn to love him after he gets hurt. And it's like his wife is like a kleptomaniac. Oh my, she's a <laughs> There's so Karen. many storylines. <laughs> Oh, she's like a Karen, but a thief Karen. Yeah. And then, um, mm-hmm. so Walt becomes, he meets up with an old student named Jesse Pinkman, mm-hmm. who at the end of the thing, like you're rooting for Jesse the entire show. Yeah. Cause he's he, a good guy. He is the epitome of everyone who kind of gets screwed in their lives, but keeps yeah. fighting. Mm-hmm. Like that dude went through losing his, his family. family. Yeah. His parents kicked him out. Oh man, the scene where he's like with his brother. I know. I'm like, dude, it's he's sad. trying to make things right. He's trying to get clean. He's a meth head. Yeah. He um, uh, was dealing meth or pot, one of the mm-hmm. two. Which pot should be legalized? But whatever, that's a whole other discussion. Um, and then he loses his girlfriend. In a yeah. very very sad way. Oh my god. Because she could have been saved. And then the other girlfriend too. Oh yeah, at the end, like second to last episode. Yeah. Oh my, this dude goes through so much. There, there should be a Jesse Pinkman show just to like. What happened yeah. to Jesse? That, He's such a good actor too. There's like, there's got to be a cult following of like, I want Jesse to be fine. I want him to find a seventy billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> You're rooting for him. But actually, end. he doesn't want the money at the end. This guy makes tens of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he's like, I just want the people I love back. Mm-hmm. And I would give up anything to have the yeah. people I love just to be with me. Yeah. And it's like, so, late. and I guess at the point, Walt gets there too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he gives up $70 million at one point to and save a family member. <clears throat> yeah, he does. I don't think he had much of a choice, but well, <laughs> he allowed it to happen. And then, like, when he, like, gives a baby back to his, like, his wife. Yeah. When he's just, like, he, like, takes her from the wife and then he, like, gives her back. It's, yeah. like, you just know, sh- he's not going to see And that was all, like, staged as a, like, I'm going to prove to you, show yeah. you something. And it was almost staged for the cops. It's so extremely well written. really is. There's been very few shows since Lost. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Lost? No. Oh, you need to watch Lost. Okay. I think it might drive you nuts a little bit, though. It's a little slow, oh, but it's very Breaking Bad where there's like old stories and new stories connecting together. Mm-hmm. You should watch it. I want to do a rewatch. 
Netflix. Netflix. I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. Okay. You get Hulu if you don't have it. Um, but the whole Breaking Bad story is so well written. It's been a long it time is. since I've like ended an episode of a show and like want to binge right into the next one. I know. I'm surprised. I'm like, I watched th- two episodes last night and two episodes today. <laughs> it's hard to stop watching it yeah because you're like okay it's there i need to know yeah and 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 so maybe maybe that like is something like a metaphor for life it's like i want to know what's next in my life i just want to get so quick i want to know what's happening next in what i'm doing and in that book on f yourself it's like give it up just do what you have to do today yeah right now concentrate on what is in the moment don't forget about the future don't forget give up the future but don't concentrate on the past so much that it ruins your future that is that's good oh yeah one of the biggest things in that book was like don't give passion and energy to your past Mm. instead of your future because your past cannot be changed but your future can Mm -hmm. that's true and like the the whole the whole show is walt trying to change his future Mm -hmm. he has this grand dream that never comes true at least that we don't know that comes true he kind of sets it up at the end yeah. He kind of says, I'm going to take care of my family because he's dying, has cancer, has six months to live. And he's like, okay, I'm going to do this for my family. Yeah. And at the end, though, it's kind of nice because he admits, I really did this for me because I finally found myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're like, what could he have done if he found himself for good? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I was like, Jen thinks I'm a myth. <laughs> Maker, <laughs> crazy killer dude. No, it just there's. I took it as you're like, okay, there's more to you. You could be a more badass. You could have a yeah. bigger brokerage. You could do more. We could sell a hundred houses a year. If I just allowed myself to, mm-hmm. just felt the inner tiger. Yeah. yeah, and same same for you. I think I think there's so much more to you that could come out. I think there's so much more to everybody though. Oh yeah, I, I think, think so many people are good. <clears throat> I think people are just afraid of like what could be, and then um, they're just saying that it's like a, the richest place in the world is a grave because everybody that has passed or something, um, they they take their talent to the grave. It's oh like, yeah, the best books ever written are in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a quote that says. Um, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your plain small does not link. Uh, your plain small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make a manifest of the glory God does within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And we are to let our light shine. We are unconsciously given the other other people permission to block that quote other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates others it's marie marianne williamson return to love uh, book but there's like so many quotes like the greatest fear is not that which a failure but it's that which we can become Mm -hmm. and so i always look back when ayla said oh daddy's scared Mm -hmm. of success i'm really you kind of get fearful of the next level of what you can yeah. do because of the responsibility of it that's true too. and every level in the in the show that walt progresses from low level meth guy to uh having to deal with like a local dealer 
mm-hmm. and then taking him out to dealing with like a, uh, a, a regional dealer to mm-hmm. eventually dealing with an international dealer. He has to take all these people out and he has yeah. to progress and grow in his own self-consciousness of I can handle this. I can do this. I am better than I am. And it's so it's like just he goes from like being this low level person to this extremely like the world's most wanted man. Yeah. What do, what do they call him? They call him something. Heisenberg. Um, Heisenberg. Yeah. Yeah, Heisenberg. He's his name, which was one of Hitler's uh, scientists. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. Yeah. The whole show is like. If you look at it from a pure psychological standpoint, it's his growth into becoming a person who's like self-actualized yeah. to realize he didn't need to go as far as he did to find out who he was. He was yeah. always that person. He just never let it out. Yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah. I know. Crazy, huh? Well, <laughs> that's a good place to end it. Um, if you've good. never watched Breaking, Breaking Bad, you need to go watch it. Mm-hmm. It's gory. The one thing I found interesting, though, it was on A&E, so there's not a lot of sex. There's not a lot of cussing. There's just a lot of drugs and a yeah. lot of a lot of uh, gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of murder. I mean, it's just part of the, part yeah. of the drug trade, right? But it was actually f- relatively cleanish mm-hmm. from the standpoint of, like, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, he, he used to be on HBO. And, right? Was it A&E? Was A&E. Okay. Yeah. So it was on regular cable. So it's like boobs in one episode, and that's it. <laughs> I found Netflix puts boobs like in the first episode of every series, and they're like, "Oh, just enough to keep the guys engaged, enough to keep the wives like disgusted." But we'll <laughs> watch the second episode. There's no boobs, and then we're good to go. So that's way Dark is, and and a couple other shows. <laughs> uh, Ozark. Ozark, yeah. I yeah. watched uh, the first episode of that. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." <laughs> yeah, definitely more boobs in that one. But... Okay, I haven't watched. <laughs> well, there's like Oakley's watching some shows, and like I'm like. They're all like 1800s, like uh, romance type Harlequin oh, okay. novels. But, um, it's like soap operas, but better. Oh, okay. But Breaking Bad, back to it, is, is so great. Um, I kind of want to do a rewatch and like rewatch it from like an actual, like taking notes yeah. from a psychological level and, and, and breaking it down to stuff he's learned about himself, stuff you can learn about yourself. I'm sure there's books out there about Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, yeah. But uh, this is one man's uh, Prosecco opinion about that. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Jen, you got any last words before we sign off? Um, no, we don't. This was a good episode. Yeah. So if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, go see it. Um, do yourself a favor, though, when it comes to the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Go back to kind of serious. I, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. But just stay away from people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the mask works or it doesn't. There's so much data. That's the hardest part about this whole thing. There's so much data. Nobody knows what's real. Better safe than sorry. We've had too many people lose people because of this. And I don't yeah. like the government telling me what to do any more than anybody else. But I love to live in freedom. Mm-hmm. But more than freedom, I love to live. And that's kind of what I was thinking about earlier was at Target. And everybody's wearing a mask. And I was like, I hate this thing. It's hot. I'm sweating. I know. But if I potentially get responsible for that person over there dying, I'm not going to do it. Unless I had to. Like they were stepping on a meth can. I'm just kidding. That's a Breaking Bad reference. All right, Jen. We out? All right. I think we're done. Okay, we're done. All All right. right. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week or so. (laughs) 